0: Some of you may ask, Preacher, why do you preach every day? Why do you teach, pardon me, the Word of God every day? Why do you preach the Gospel every day? Number one, millions of people are lost and on their way to a devil's hell and they are just like I was, totally ignorant I was going to hell. Totally ignorant at the fact that I was on my way to a devil's hell. It was party hard, jam jam, boogie boogie, let the good times roll, rum and coke, slit smart liquor bull, pink champagne, Uh, to the disco, we must go. And man, uh, having a time on my way to hell, didn't even know it, but God in His mercy waited on me, came and got me, and He saved my soul But not only that, there are many Christian people who are weak. Do you know most Christian people are weak? Very few are strong. Those of us who God has given a calling to uh, and has has given us some strength, He wants us to impart that to those who are weaker. And the Christian life, is such a life that in the words of Ian Major, uh, it's no easy road. For the strongest it's no easy road. And it's certainly not an easy road for those who are weak. And so, believe it or not, there are people who lap up the Word of God like a thirsty animal. Uh, running out of a desert every day just to keep on going a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I want to preach in your hearing Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Please turn and please stand and turn in your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter three. In the Word of God, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, ungrateful, no thanksgiving coming out of their mouths, unholy, Without natural affection. We've already dealt with some of these things. Truce breakers. Remind me if we don't get through this other point tonight, to do that point tomorrow night or the night after. If the Lord tears is coming. And we live. We going and write that down. False accusers incontinent, incontinent. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are weak, but thou art strong and mighty. Give us your grace and your strength your unction and your anointing from on high. I praise you and I thank you so much for your uh, mercy, love, and grace. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And, Holy Father God, I pray, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you tonight for all of the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, for those of us who are saved, Lord, in my family and the people gathered around tonight, around the world, on various sites, and uh, Lord, people who are not but will be on demand, who are saved and born again, by your grace. Uh, We're not arrogant about it, but we are thankful for it. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. For as we approach uh, the throne of grace, asking for help in time of need, and Lord, thank you for reminding us that we need to come before you right. Wash and cleanse our hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, your Holy Son. And make us to be whiter than snow on the inside in every part of us. And Lord, help us to all who are saved, desire holiness and righteousness as you want us to and to hate evil, and to hate ungodliness. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you deliver us From temptation, evil, and sin, and grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, tongues, attitudes, and temperaments that we will not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit and help all of us to humble ourselves down to pray, For those of us who are saved to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you our first love. Holy Father God, do your work. Do your will. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from my family and from uh, my wife, especially. Uh, for unfortunately, my wife does. She's uh, uh, she's in this sermon tonight. For thirty-five years, she's never shown any self-control. Incontinent. Uh, And I believe it's because she has never been saved. And I've been praying about this uh, for many years, and I detected it when Danny, my oldest daughter, was born, that's over 30 years ago. For I remember while Danny was lying on the bed, I talked with my wife about her salvation because I didn't see any signs of her being saved. And, uh, and I, that was the first and only time I tried to lead her to you in prayer. And she resisted. And was uh, holding on to some church membership thing that took place on, uh, down in Jamaica. So, Holy Father God, I still pray tonight. Because I want to see her saved for her own self. I've already raised the children by myself by your grace and with your help. And they've turned out as well as they could have, considering they never had a loving and caring mother, which I know the sweet evangelical world does not want to hear, because they like to be hypocrites and hide things like that, especially regarding the woman. Oh, but they don't mind saying negative things about the man, He's always wrong. But I'm, I'm praying for her salvation for her own good. I want to see her become a new creature for her own good. I want her to be a Christian without being a fake and phony in church. And then soon as church is over, she turns into the wicked witch of the West. And Lord, I do pray that you will cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her. And out of everybody in my immediate family who has that problem and out of everybody in my extended family who has that problem, including her mother, her aunts, her siblings, my mother, my siblings, and other family members, for there's only three of us left, uh, I think four of us left in my family, Two have already died, which is strange especially when the baby boy dies first. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray, however, I believe that my dad and my baby brother are saved by your grace. I pray for the others to get saved so that we can have a wonderful reunion in heaven, as we uh, understand that two cannot walk together unless they be agreed even in the family, and as you have taught very clearly, that our greatest enemies will be in our our family. So, Lord God in heaven, I pray for the salvation, uh, Lord, of my family, the people in this audience, in this country, around the globe, And, Lord, I pray for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in the mourning. And draw all of them to yourself by your grace and all that you do. I don't know. I I don't know. Lord, I don't know all of the stuff you do. I'm not even going to try to get my head around it because I can't. But you do a lot to draw people to yourself because you love them. And many people do not understand your love or appreciate your love, but it's real. And you don't want to see any perish and go to hell. Contrary to what the devil has, some people believing. And so, Holy Father God, uh, I pray uh, that tonight you would Lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls, and spirits for those of us who are saved and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart at all times, and also pleasure and glory and cheerfulness in the midst of our trials and tribulations, troubles, temptations, tests, and tensions, in the midst of our uh, uh, persecutions, and in the midst of our infirmities, in the midst of people being judicious and betraying us in the family and outside of the family, in the midst of distresses, and uh, all of the other issues and problems that we face and give us continual victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, deliver us also from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress, problems, troubles, and difficulties. For my family and all other families who have similar issues Thank you, Lord God in heaven, for allowing things to be as well as they are. And Lord God in heaven, I thank you that even while you're chastising us and rebuking us in the church, you have remembered mercy, love, and grace. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Millions have gone on because of the plague, but millions are still left behind, and we ought to be thankful for that. Some of us have never been sick and never have gotten a shot either. It's only by your grace. It's not a bragging point. It's just by your grace and mercy. And uh, we give you the glory, praise, and honor. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight for all of my children, all of my offspring, all of my family, and uh, all of the families In the service tonight and across the country and around the globe, protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. Have your Holy Spirit to work mightily in their wicked hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. Cast the devil and the demons of hell out of them and uh, save their souls and change their lives and have all that we do and say to be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the glory, praise, and honor of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Place upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for all of the nights and days my family and I drove across this country praying and singing hymns unto you, passing out gospel tracts like Johnny Appleseed across the country by your grace. And Lord, we thank you for all of the souls that have been saved, the Christians that have been touched and and encouraged. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for our weddings and funerals prepare us, Lord, for life and death, every eventuality. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for our sake. Amen. Wogism, the blob of Beelzebub. We will continue this message looking at Galatians chapter five, verses sixteen. 26 this I say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh that's the only way not to fulfill the lust of the flesh by the way it's through the power and control of the Holy Spirit For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, are you led of the spirit, Christian? Are you led by the Holy Spirit? By you, are you led by your spirit and what you want to do? Your flesh. You want to give somebody a piece of your mind. That's of your flesh. That's of the flesh. Most times, is 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 you you'd be better off if you didn't give people a piece of your mind. There are people who are in, listen to me very carefully, there are people who are in their graves because they felt like they needed to give somebody a piece of their mind and their whole body is in the grave. I have told you many times before, and I'm going to say this to you again, stop breaking bad with people now. There was a time you could break bad way back yonder. You can't break bad now. You will be dead They'll be having your funeral. You will be six feet under. Okay, so so you better get a hold of this if you're a child of God, and especially if you are a person who is prone to anger. You're mad as the devil, mean as the devil, hateful as the devil. Always want to argue. You had Phil and McCoy jokers or something else? Black and white. Is this in you? Is in you? You know it. It's in your flesh. You just love to argue. You wake up loaded for bear to argue with any Negro you can get your hands on, black or white, to fuss with. You wake up raising hell, then you go back to your room, you raise hell with people back there, then you come out and raise hell again. You're looking for a fight, looking for an argument. There are families who have this uh, trait. Whole families, they're just argumentative. Copping the attitude, copping the mood swing. You don't know how to take them. Yet they are apostles and bishops and pastors and, and, and evangelists and everything else. And they can shout their legs off in church and cuss you out in the car on the way home from church. The devil is a lie. They have those who seem to be meek and quiet in church and have a meek and quiet spirit, but they don't have a meek and quiet spirit. They're just quiet. You always have to watch those quiet devils. Always. Always. Ye are not under the law. You must walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? You want to know whether or not you're walking in the flesh? Adultery. This is big time in the church today, is it not? Fornication. Big time in the church. You wonder why? I had a family member. Uh, who asked me? Why do you always preach against adultery and fornication? seem like to me, if you want to keep the people in the church, you want to leave that alone. What I, What are you talking about? No, no, we're not leaving anything alone. You're just saying that because you're under conviction. Probably because you're not born again. You're not saved. Saved people don't talk like that. Uncleanness, filthiness in your behavior. In your thinking, in your talking, lasciviousness, ungodliness and wickedness and uncleanness all combined together, idolatry, you worship the ground that man walks on, you worship the ground that women walks on. You worship your children. You worship your job. You worship the Dallas Cowboys. I've been trying to tell you now, you know, you, you can do what you want. Uh, I'm a Dallas man. Been a Dallas man, for Dallas Cowboy man since 1968. It's not as important to me now as it used to be. As Paul said, when I became a man, I put away childish things. I would rather preach the gospel than watch the Cowboys play now. In fact, I've never wa- I have not watched a full game in, in years. Ever since Michael Jordan quit, I, I quit. And I was so happy to hear that they named the NBA MVP trophy after Michael Jordan. He's, he's the best of all time. That's all there is to it. Uh, he he didn't have the flash of Doctor J, uh, and he doesn't have he doesn't have the uh, strength like an ox, like James. But he was special, above both of them as far as I'm concerned. And so you'll never catch me watch a full game. I rather get, watch the headlights. Uh, the, what do you call them? The highlights, not the headlights, but the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm not watching them, I'd rather be preaching the gospel or preaching the word. Witchcraft. Voodoo. And there are people in your family practicing witchcraft. Yes, they are. Rebelliousness. You have a rebellious wife? You have a rebellious son. You got a rebellious daughter. It doesn't matter what kind of generational curses they come from is in them. And they're practicing witchcraft uh, 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 and, and being a warlock. Hatred. Do you have people in your family, people who hate you. Huh? One time my wife told me she hate she hated me. She hates me. And I said, uh then later on after she cooled down I asked her I said, so You so you hate me, huh? Oh no, I, I don't hate you. I've I, I never said that's it, yeah, she did you liar. And I said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Then I said, you know what, as bad as you have been as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother, I've never told you I hate you. Hatred. Variance. Emulations. Wrath. Strife. seditions, plots, plans, Judas' moves, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. If you practice those things, you live in those things, you carry those things in your heart, you obey those things, you have no self-control, which we're getting to tonight, to say no to those things, uh, you will not inherit the kingdom of God according to the word of God. Verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit... Is what? Love, joy, peace. And by the way, you don't have to pump these things up. They're just in you through the power of the Holy Spirit if you're not walking in the flesh. Long suffering, putting up with people. The Holy Spirit is the one who does that in people. Marriage is not hard if both parties are saved. Marriage becomes hard when somebody is not born again saved. That's a new term I, I, I have come up with. You need to be born again saved. I don't care if your paper Bible saved or digital Bible saved. You need to be born again saved. I know that. Filled with the Holy Ghost of God, gentleness, goodness. Are you a truly good person? You know, thank God for a few good people. They're just good. Because God made them good. They're not perfect, but they're good. Can they be evil? Yes. But But for the most part, they're good people. I call these people the salt of the earth. Like the black lady up there in New York. The other day, she saw a man who was an invalid and could hardly move could hardly speak caught in the snow or something and she went and got him took, a, took the man to her house and took care of the man the man can't do anything for himself she was feeding the man like a baby there's just some good people in the world that God made good and there's some evil people in the world too they made themselves evil along with their friend the devil. Faith. Full of faith if you fill with the Holy Spirit of God. Meekness is a fruit of the Spirit. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans is a meek man. I am not. We all have our gifts. But this is a fruit of the spirit. We all ought to have this from time to time. Temperance, that's self-control. Most of us do not have self-control, do we? About various and sundry things. Because we don't have self-control, we have people now who go and get the fat cut out of their body, then they have other problems, blood clots. All kinds of, don't mess with your body, people. You don't know what you're doing. They don't know what they're doing. God made your body. If you put on a few pounds, you might need to fast for a while. Push away from the table. Do some push a Do some exercise and do it the slow, natural way. It took you a slow, a uh, natural way to get fat. It's going to take you a slow, natural way to get skinny again. Against such, there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. People who are saved and born again, they're going to grow into a way where they are not, they don't have affection for this world. They don't have lusts for the things of this world. If we live in the Spirit... Let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. And uh, tomorrow, if the Lord should tarry, is coming. I'll I'll give you the definition of incontinence. Uh, it, It means a lot. It's a terrible thing to be this way, out of control, uh, in in continence, and I'm going to break that down for you, if the Lord tarries, is coming, if we live, on tomorrow, and then wrap this section up, so there's going to be a part two of this section, let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord God in heaven, for those who are saved and born again, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit and that we will have the fruit of self-control in every area of our lives where we have the power to say no. We have the power to love people, to choose to love people, to choose to be long-suffering with people. And by your grace, you give it. You help us to do it with ease. When it's done by your Holy Spirit, as far as we're concerned, Lord, you do it with ease through us. It's an amazing thing that you do. You live through us. You live your life through us. You give us the ability to back up and say, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow my affections to be that way or to feel that way. I'm going to do something else that is more beneficial. And so, Lord, thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray for the salvation of the lost who don't have that ability, uh, who oftentimes do not know which way is up, and they don't have the ability to say no, they don't have the ability to say yes at the right time, and to do your will, and to be in self-control by the power of your Holy Spirit. Really, it is your Holy Spirit, giving us that ability to be under control. So, Holy Father God, we pray now that your Holy Spirit will move upon the hearts and minds of those who are lost, open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls tonight. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Allow me to add a, a little piece more uh, to the uh, sermon tonight uh, that deals with my extended family and how woke the blob of Beelzebub. God gave me the privilege to see it firsthand and to confront it and to deal with it And to help you to understand, with the help of Dr. Ed Young Jr., uh, that this is a thing. Uh, Trust me when I tell you Dr. Ed Young Jr. would not deal with this if it was not a real thing. Because he's the most fun-loving pastor in America. He does not want people to hate him. He does not want Facebook to take his ads off uh he has a good relationship with most people. He's a loving pastor and believe you me, that he would not get into this if it was not a real problem impacting the lives of many people and God laid the burden on his heart and I thank God laid it on his heart. And uh, and I just got a little bit from it and then, and this is what God will do with preachers. God, depending on your calling, God will give you a new vision of the whole thing. And then you can break it down in a different way to help other people. So, allow me to bring you up to speed from last night, just a little bit. Okay, I told you in the last sentence last night. My seven children are free to come by my house at any time uh, with their spouses uh, and their children, my grandchildren, at any time. But we still would even appreciate two or three days' notice, even from them. And so, uh, and as I would do for them, Uh, I don't know of any grown children or parents just popping up unless they have a, 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 you know, that kind of thing uh, growing up and so forth. I don't think any any of my children would mind my stopping by, but because people are doing different things, you want to show respect and let them know that you're coming. Now, when, when they were out on their own and they were younger, they didn't mind that. But as they get older and May have friends and things like that. Just show that courtesy. Let them know you're coming up on this date. And so that you can sit down and talk in peace. And don't have to go running around trying to clean up and fix something and all of this. Same thing for children towards parents. But in this case, bringing family members by because family members are trying to use my children... Uh, and trying to brainwash my children and trying to uh, bring in this wokeism, foolishness. And you want to just pop up so that you can start an argument, because you are from the Hatfields and McCoys, and I'm not. I love peace. As David said, when I speak, they are for war. You've already made it clear that you don't like uh, what I preach. And so there's no need of coming by trying to make me stop preaching or trying to make me preach something different because that's not happening and don't use my children to do that. So that we can be prepared for their visit and not in the back for an afternoon delight. And as I said last night. Because if, if uh, my wife and I are busy. Uh, having sex for example. Which we do often. Uh, it's hard to come out of that situation. And get yourself together. You're going to wait a while anyhow. And so just show courtesy. So that we can be expecting you and uh, be ready for you. Also, as I continue, do not try and push my children, you woke uh, family members, extended family members. Do not try to come up with some bogus, false, phony uh, accusations. About something designed to stop me from preaching because like demons you all have expressed how much you hate for me to preach the gospel and to preach the Word of God which is I believe demonic for you to be that way and you don't even know me but you heard me preach and you hate it like the people in the Bible Who would stop up their ears and put their hands up to the ears so they didn't have to hear the preaching of the word. Because it was so convicting to you. Or to them. And so my preaching is convicting to you. And that is what this is all about. The devil trying to use you. To use my children to get me to stop preaching the gospel and the whole counsel of God. And that's the part you hate the most. I don't think you uh, hate the gospel that much. Some of you do. But you hate the fact that I preach that a man ought to be the head of his household, not the women. A man ought to be over the church, not a woman. You hate the fact that I preach that Black Lives Matter is nothing but a Trojan horse to bring in homosexuality and transgenderism. Uh, You hate the fact that I preach against that. Why? Because you have some homosexual friends, lesbian friends, and you may be one yourself. And you want me to say nice, wonderful, loving things about devilish people who are living devilish lives, and I'm not going to do that for you. You want me to uh, preach a message that supports the homosexual lifestyle instead of preaching against it as a sin and an abomination. But I was preaching that way before you came. You're mad at me because you might be a lesbian. You might be a homosexual. You're mad at my wife and I who have been married 35 years by the grace of God because you didn't stay married. You're also mad at me because I preach that it is a sin to get divorced and remarried without grounds. You just don't try on marriage like a pair of shoes and leave children stranded and in between and all of that. You don't marry another woman's husband. You're asking for hellaciousness. You do not marry another man's wife you're asking for hell in your life and you're mad at me because i preach against fornication just like i told you about that family member who asked me why are you always preaching against fornication adult you all leave that alone if you want to keep the people in the church you all leave that alone i know i'm not leaving that alone that's the problem in the church today preachers leaving stuff alone to keep the people And so we have hellaciousness going on in the church, and you wonder why God is chastising the church, rebuking the church. By the way, you can read it for yourself, I wrote in an article today, don't use Southwest Airlines as a scapegoat, like they're the biggest problem in the world. No, no. Have you ever given any thought to the fact that your transportation secretary is a homosexual man married to a man with a child? Over all the transportation in the United States of America, somebody is not. Somebody does not know what they're doing. There's been nothing. How, how can there always be a problem with transportation? We just came out of a train wreck situation. Uh, uh, People are getting ready to walk out. Before that, ever since he'd been in office, there have been transportation problems. Have you ever thought that it might be that God is, is, is chastising the church and rebuking and punishing the world, the nation, for putting a man like that in an office like that? And it's going to continue and get worse. Ladies and gentlemen, I have news for you. That is not going to happen until God says so. I'm not going to stop preaching God's word because of family members, friends, foes, white, black, uh, doesn't matter. I'm going to continue to preach the word in season and out of season. Family, friend or foe, as I have preached before. Some of you are mad about this. I have preached a message, a series of messages. My son Daniel Ezekiel he helped me with it. Titled, Family is not everything. You think family is everything. How can family be everything and you're going to die and I'm going to die? No, no. We need to have somebody as everything who's going to be here after we die. God and Jesus Christ. You better get to know them before you die. And when you're lying on that cold bed by yourself and you're you're facing death, you need God. You don't need family. You need God. It would be nice to have family to help you out a little bit if they truly want to and if you want them to. But you better have God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. As you go through the valley of the shadow of death. You need God, son, daughter. You need Jesus, man. For real. Family members can help a little bit, but that's not going to get it. So, with that, dear friends, we're going to close out this message as I'm adding some real-life wokeism for you. Uh, Woke people, they like to, they want to disrespect authority, disrespect God, disrespect Jesus, disrespect the Word of God. Uh, They disrespect all authority. And so, uh, and they like to practice reductionism and try to uh, whittle you down to what they want you to be and whittle you down to what they want you to do. And I'm telling parents, I'm telling pastors, I'm telling police officers, don't let them do that to you. Stand your ground. And uh, you walk in your authority that God has given to you because all authority belongs to God. So tonight, dear friends, if you are with us, And uh, you have never truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ to the salvation of your soul from hell, from the power of sin, and the punishment of sin in that awful place called hell. Please understand with me from the word of God that we are all sinners, for the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means that we're all going to die. And we die because of our sinful nature and our sins. And those who die, who have not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, will die and go to hell. And go to the torments of hell each and every day. For the rest of eternity. For hell is a real place. God cannot lie. Jesus Christ cannot lie. And Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any of the prophets or apostles Old Testament and New Testament in the Bible. And he preached that hell is a place where the fire shall never be quenched. And he said the most important words ever said in the history of the world when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means that you don't have to do anything to work your way to heaven. Joining the church will not save you. Getting baptized will not save you. Speaking in some unknown tongue cannot save you. It has nothing to do with your salvation. Shouting and jumping and giving money to the church will not save you. Those are all good things, but uh, they will not save your soul. Simple belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray and ask him to save your soul, and he will, as you believe in your heart in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who, ta- who has taken away the sin of the world. Believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose by the power of God on the third day. He did it for you. He paid your sin debt, and all you have to do is believe in him. And receive him into your heart. Follow me in prayer right now, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Get your soul saved tonight. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments through lying through stealing, through lusting after people and things, through covetousness after people and things, through dishonoring and disobeying my parents, through disobeying you and dishonoring you, Holy Father God, by taking your holy name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of all of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways. And to follow you in the newness of life. In In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer in sincerity and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, then I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Praying and asking Him to come into your heart to save your soul. Now, to help you grow in the faith, please go to GospelLightSociety.com. That's GospelLightSociety.com. And uh, pick up my free book. It's a free download that you can start reading almost immediately. Titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Also, you will see some podcasts populating uh, at the bottom of the page. There are thousands of other podcasts that will help you to grow in the faith uh, with nearly uh, nearly 50 different subjects. It is a wonderful Bible college education that you will receive if you sit back and listen free of charge. Also, email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can pray for you and so that we can rejoice with you. Email us and let us know also if you have a prayer request so that we can pray for you in a special way until you tell us to stop.